Hello, Alexandra. Hi, Richard. How's it going? It's good. Uh... That's why he can do so many amazing things. Many people believe almost any darn thing they're told, especially if it sounds like something they already believe.
stretching all across the last frontier There are strangers strive solitary Blessed is the lonesome pioneer Roll on, roll on, roll on Night birds are flying, come on The light is gone Hope's slowly dying Tell me how you come riding through Still surveying the miles yet to run On a long and lonely road to Kingdom The trail, though the rumbling dims his guiding light to just a spark. When the hour is low, he comes tumbling. But when the moon is high, he gives his heart. Roll on, roll on, roll on. Night birds are flying, come on, the light is gone. Hope slowly dying, tell me how you come riding through. Gain and steady till this round is won. On the haunted, lonely road to kingdom come. For him directions on the run Prophets on the path Offer treasures Though he's mighty hungry He takes none Roll on, roll on, roll on Night birds are flying Come on, the light is gone Hope slowly dying Tell me how you come riding through Blindly faithful but following none On a long and lonely road to kingdom When the sun goes down at the right time He comes a-winding through the purple to feathers touch in the night time But it'll color all my weary days Shining finer than this earthly sun On a ragged, rugged road to kingdom come On a ragged, rugged road to kingdom
Episode 26. God, how time flies. Any case, we are listening to uh, Frank Zappa, uh, Hot Rats, with a Captain Beefheart singing behind him, which they were Lancaster buddies. Uh, they grew up together, and uh, I believe that um, the whole idea... Of Captain Beefheart came from making fun of Frank Zappa's uncle. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they in Lancaster, in the middle of nowhere, they're like, Captain Beefheart. <laughs> it's really cool. So, Alexandra, what's up? Hey. Uh, not much today. It's Sunday. Uh, I've just been chilling. And yeah, yeah. picked out some records to talk about and share. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I do. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really stoked. Um, Alexandra, she, 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 she's a, she, she's a, a she's a music uh, advocate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, right now, I don't know if anyone can tell, but actually, you can't. But she's wearing <laughs> a shirt that says "John Crying is pretty good," <laughs> which I need to show you the John Crying box set that I have. Oh my god, yes. After this. And it's amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm really really stoked that you came to hang out. Me too. You know, we, we, I, I brought some provisions. Yes. Uh, I love a podcast with some snacks and champagne. Yeah. <laughs> god, no one wants to hang out with me. <laughs> no, that's like... I've never been on another podcast that provided that, so... <laughs> oh, 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 that's touching. You're ahead of the game. Did you want to go into your songs now? Or, or, or your first song now? Or do you want to wait? Um, yeah, let's let's just play a song, because then I, it gives me time to think about what I want to say about it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I think with, with the Frank Zappa, I'm going to go with Frigid Pink. Um, black lace. You know, it's, it's crazy about this record is that um, you're probably going to tell me more about. I don't really know that much about it. Actually, it, it originally came with um, like a, a, a basically a poster. Oh, that was them kind of like that. That was completely glossed over, mm. and it, it was beautiful. 
and frigid pink they're just jammers yeah you know like they they they, they, they jam it out yeah um, so what song do you want to start on black lace the first one okay okay so we're gonna get into some frigid pink and we're gonna listen to a little bit of uh frank zappa hanging out with his buddy captain beefheart <laughs> thinking about lancaster california <laughs> Before we get into um, Frigid Pink, I forgot to talk about the first two songs. Um, sorry about that, Alexandra. So the first song we started off with a band called Bong Water. Um, the name of the song was The Power of Pussy. Um, the name of the record is called The Power of Pussy. It's on Shimmy Disc Records. It is their third studio album from 1990 with Kramer and Anne Magnuson. Um, which is a fantastic record. If you get a chance to check it out, highly recommend it. Um, totally psychedelic, uh, cutting edge. Uh, she's just uh, she's just amazing throughout the whole record. And then we go into Judy Seal. Um, the song is "There Is a Rugged Road," and from the record wrote "Heart Food" um, from 1973 on Electric Asylum Records. Judy Seal is such a beautiful woman and such a sad story, but such a prolific songwriter. Um, again, get a chance, check it out. Uh, here we go, Frigid Pink. <laughs>
and and hello and we are back and right now we are listening to earthless um they're from their first record on uh gravity records from san diego oh wow that outdoor traffic is really coming through <laughs> can you hear it um oh yep yeah yeah, yeah. i can hear it it's, it's like god was i kind of want to say it's like crosstown traffic <laughs> yeah I'm gonna, turn I'm, that level down yeah, a little I'm, bit I'm gonna turn it yeah. down. <laughs> there we go <laughs> we did an experiment and it kind of got, got, got a little got a little wanky maybe Actually, li- yeah. lightly in the background yeah. it'd be good yeah yeah there you go yeah. that's good yeah yeah so um so yeah listening to uh earthless uh and then uh before that what was happening that before that was um, "Don't Let Me Down Again" by Buckingham Nicks, mm-hmm. and then before that was uh, "Black Lace," I think, by Frigid Pink. Frigid Pink, yeah. We were talking. About, we were talking about yeah. Frigid Pink. Um, yeah, let's start with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so it was really cool. Alexander kind of was just like, I like the idea when when someone like waits to talk about a song rather than like, dive right into it. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we were just like, oh my God, I love this so much. And I was yeah. like, wait, we should stop because we should record this part. So the thing about Frigid Pink is like, the, the first record they did, we were talking about this, like they did a, a lot of covers, you know. Yeah. But, but they made it Frigid Pink. Yeah. You know, you know and... Uh, I Googled them. They're from Detroit. Uh-huh. They're, they're, they're rockers. Yeah. You know, the long hair rockers. Yeah. You know, and uh, and then they went, they and then they moved forward and they came up with a concept, you know, and it is killer jam. Yeah. You know, I I, I love it. You know, um, I, was, I was just telling Alexander, I had picked that up in Eureka when I was driving from uh los angeles to portland and i took a a long route because i think sometimes the best route is the long route yeah um for me at least and then went to a small little record shop there and i was like oh i have to buy something (laughs) and then there it was frigid pink and uh look at home and it's like one of those moments where you're like, oh man, I don't know what I just did. Like, this, <laughs> this, this, this could totally suck. Yeah. <laughs> and you just bought it based on like the cover. Oh yeah, yeah. And cause, that's awesome. And it's a beautiful cover. Yeah. And um, got home and put it on, and I was like, hell yeah! Laid on the floor, staring at the cover, <laughs> full blast. You know. Uh, to me, that's 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 super. That, that's rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> and Frigid Pink, their covers are fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I the way that I found out about them was I was at my friend's house, like probably like five or six years ago, and she had this record, and she was like, "Dude, this record is fucking awesome." Mm-hmm. She played it, and I was like, "Oh my god, I need it!" Mm-hmm. And so then I went on eBay like the next day. And I found it. I think it was it was probably like fifteen to twenty bucks, like not more than twenty dollars that I paid for it on eBay. And it's just so good. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole thing. The whole thing, all the way through. Like, yeah. Like like, eight side A, then the side B. 
Yeah. Yeah. And never, like, had never heard of them before that. Like, they did not really get very big. Wow. That's awesome. I think I Googled them because I was like, I actually don't really know anything about them. (laughs) And, like, I think they had the one hit with House of the Rising Sun Mm -hmm. was, like, a top ten. Yeah. We were talking about that because that first record was was all covers. Yeah. You know, and, and, but it's a great cover of House of the Rising Sun. Yeah, but it's, like, different. Uh Uh-huh. I need that also. It's on that's on my want list. Like I want the the single. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Got, got, you got to find you got to find that white whale. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then after that, what happened? Yeah. So then I had um, Buckingham Knicks, um, and uh, I am a huge Fleetwood Mac person. I love them so much. I have a, a Stevie Nicks tattoo. Oh my god! Yeah, you, yeah, you do. People always think that it's me. They're like, is that you <laughs> on your shoulder? Oh, my God. But <laughs> she, she's like, oh, but her hands are like. Yeah. That's like, artist interpretation. Yeah, she has like a like a moon and a star. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. Um, Tati Compton did this tattoo. It was a stick and poke. Uh-huh. Um, it's. It's amazing. I love it so Oh, no, much. no. I think it's, it's beautiful. Favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite tattoo Absolutely that beautiful. I have. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge, huge Fleetwood Mac fan. And both before Stevie and Lindsay joined, I love the blues. When they were a blues band, too. So, I love both. So so, so you're, you're Peter Green. Which I, I love think, Peter Green. I love yeah. Peter Green. Uh, Peter Green, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love all the offshoots. Like I love Christine, her uh-huh. solo stuff, uh-huh. um, everything. But yeah, this record, I when I heard it, when I heard of it, I was like, I must listen to this. And it was, it's not on Spotify. It's never been re-released. Can't find it anywhere. It's just like yeah. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to the songs, and I was like, oh, my God, these are so amazing. And you can just tell, like, all of the the licks and stuff that they brought to Fleetwood because this record, like, they – she was, like, 22, I think, in the when they – Oh, she's a youngin'. Yeah. Yeah. She, and they met in high she, school. She, she just did cocaine for the first time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they met in high school, and then they were in this band, and then they they put out this record, and it was kind of a flop. But but then someone introduced, like someone at the recording studio was like, "Oh, you guys, Fleetwood was looking for the guitarist because what? Because he had just was it Peter Green that had just left? Yeah, yeah, Peter Green because Peter Green had like gone and done a bunch of weird drugs Mm -hmm. and just like disappeared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did. (laughs) Like, oh fuck, we need a guitarist." Yeah, yeah, but the the best what I love about this record, yeah, is that they're topless. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, it's so it, it's such a, a sexual not it, it's not a sexual thing. It's kind of like we're not scared of our sexuality. Well, you know, I love the I love it too. But and I was like, oh my god, it's so fucking cool. But I just heard like an interview with Stevie, and she like didn't she didn't want to be topless, but they, they oh, kind no. of yeah. I just heard that, and I was like, oh, that sucks. That's not a, <laughs> that's that's not okay. Yeah, so she apparently she didn't want to do that, but they were like, no, it's gonna be cool. You should do it, and like kind of so like so that's why she looks so scared. Yeah, and she, they kind of like try to like convinced her into being topless on the cover. 
which kind of uh, sucks. Yeah, that sucks. And then, yeah. Guess but I, I, I mean, if I didn't know that, I would be like, I think it's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's not good. Yeah, but it's a super hot cover. I mean, um, uh, but yeah, all these songs are, I think, yeah, I, I can't believe that none of them were a hit. Yeah. Like, I think they yeah. they could have had something in there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's, it, it's, it, it's folky, danceable pop. Yeah. You know, um, that. And you can, it's so fun, like, you can just tell what they contributed to Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every, every, everything changed once that, that transition happened. Yeah. For, for sure. For sure. Uh, I'm sure Dimitri would, would agree with me hey dimitri he's not gonna <laughs> listen to this in any case so we're going on to the next song do you want to talk about the next song now or do you want to wait um we can wait okay yeah so we're gonna we're gonna go back into a little bit of earthless uh you guys want to do acid that's totally cool be right yeah. back yeah Oh 
self-titled uh, track. I believe it is like 1968. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm usually wrong. But in any case, um, it's her and her Canadian friend, Neil Young, playing a beautiful, beautiful song. And um, I'm sorry to cut it off because uh, it's so great. So good. I love this song. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> what do you want to talk about? <laughs> talk, let's talk about the music you, you chose. Oh, um, for the next one? No, the, or, the previous. Oh, the previous. Yeah. Um, yeah, Linda Ronstadt, um, that album I play every time I DJ. Yeah. No, dude, I mean, just look at the picture. I mean, it, it's so, it's yeah. heart, heart like a wheel. Like a wheel. And um, it's, uh, it's a picture I, I wish I took. She's so beautiful. Yeah. You know, and so innocent, you know, but at the same time, so confident. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's super cool. Um, Yeah. All the songs on that album are out, though. Yeah. So, so and and every time I play, so usually when I'm DJing, uh, I'll play like You're No Good or um, When Will I Be Loved. 
Uh-huh. And I always get someone coming up to me being like, what was the last, what was that song that you just played? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, uh, Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> how, how did you not know that? <laughs> I, yes. I feel bad, but I'm also just like, just, yeah, just yeah. like, I want you to know who this is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, but I played Willin, um, which is a Little Feet cover. And um, she, well, I know she well, dated Lowell George. From Little Feet. I had no idea that was a Little Feet cover. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. And I just love that song. Hell, hell yeah, information. It's like a it's like a trucker song. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I have dude, I love Little Feet. I didn't and I did not know that. I oh. I, I, I that that had somehow skipped my brain. Yeah. And uh that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I just love her cover of it. It's so mm-hmm. fucking good. And the the lyrics of like, if you give me weed, white and wine, <laughs> like, I just love that so much. Yeah. And also the um the part where it's like, um from what what is it Tucson to Tucumcari to Hatchapi to Tonopah, like, uh, I love alliteration. Those lyrics, I've just, it's so fun. Yeah. So, and then after that was, you did, after the Linda Ronstadt, you did. What did I do after that? I forgot. It was like Grand Parsons. Oh, Grand Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what did I just do? <laughs> um, yeah, Grand Parsons, um, Return of the Grievous Angel. Uh-huh. Oh my God, I love it so much. Yeah. Him and Emmy Lou. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what to say. I just love Graham Parsons so much. It, it, it's one of those stories that, I mean, obviously, Grievous Angels is like foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, what do you, what do you offer to all of us? It was so amazing. Yeah. And that one too is kind of like a, like a road song too. Mm-hmm. So they kind of go together, mm-hmm. like drive in long distances. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but yeah, the Graham Parsons, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I just love it so much. You know, he, he, we were talking about this during the break. We wouldn't have certain music if it wasn't for Graham Parsons. Absolutely. You know, and anyone can take that away from him or whatever, but he was in the shadows of inspiring things that changed rock and roll. Yeah. And he passed. And it was a bummer. And I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> yeah, I think his inspiration, like so many people took inspiration from him. And he was so young. Like, to be doing all this stuff and having these ideas. And he was like a baby, <laughs> I feel yeah, like. No. Yeah. It's ve- crazy. And very, very handsome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and every time I go to Joshua Tree, I think about him. Yeah. And yeah. I still haven't stayed at the Joshua Tree Inn, but I really need to do that. I did that uh, before pandemic with my friend Sarah. And uh, it was a weird, I felt weird about it, you mm-hmm. know, because like she was looking for a place out there and I kind of went out there with her and. Uh, and then we stayed, and she's like, oh, I got, I got, you know, I got the room, Graham Parsons' mm, room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so <laughs> so now we can't drink or do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, I'm now not, it's going to be sad. I'm like, I'm, I'm not doing that. 
You know? <laughs> now it's going to be a sad time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, 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 no. <laughs> so we just went for hikes with her dog, Lenny. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, but so, yeah. Uh, that being said, I want to talk to Alexandra about her podcast that yes, she does. My podcast. And also her book. Mm-hmm. So, what do you want to dive into first? Well, I guess it starts with the podcast because that's where the book came from, too. But, um, yeah, I started this podcast. It's called By Felipe. Um, started in 2014. And it was just like a joke. It was like a joke between me and a bunch of friends because we would get terrible messages from men on online dating sites. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I would just post like terrible messages that women get and then just like make fun of it <laughs> because I wanted to make people feel better. Yeah, absolutely. And then, yeah, I had a few hundred followers and then um, someone at the Atlantic magazine called and was like, hey, I'm writing a story about uh, online harassment. Can I interview you? And she did. And then it just like blew up from there. Um, and now it has like almost half a million followers and yeah, I've always been talking about, I, the reason I started it, well, was just a joke originally, but then I was like, well, this could be an opportunity to start a conversation about something bigger about feminism and like why it is that women are treated differently than men and like why we have to put up with this, you know, um, hostility a lot of the times. And that's kind of how it started. And then um, a couple years, well, actually, I met my agent. I was introduced to my agent like a few months after after it blew up. And we worked together and like wrote a book proposal. And then I sold my first book, which is by Felipe. This is dick pics and other delights of modern dating. <laughs> That's fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, I love the alliteration. Um, <laughs> um, of course you do. <laughs> but yeah, so I I was originally like, oh, I'll just like take a bunch of stuff that I put on Instagram and like put it in a book and call it a day. And then my agent was like, no, you have to actually write chapters. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. But luckily, I went to school for journalism, so I have a writing background, and I was like, okay, well, I can do that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I wrote this. It's basically like a guide to dealing with online harassment for women, but it's funny, and no, no, it's, 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 yeah. it's I mean, I, I, I told you, it's, it's very smart. <laughs> I mean, the way you, the way you approach it, um, I think it's, uh, it, it, it's. Uh, there is there there is sarcasm to it, but there's also for me what I what I've picked up is that it's very serious. Yeah, yeah, know? it is like it's a heavy subject. It is, and it's hard to get people to like pay attention to that stuff because a lot of people are kind of like, ugh, why do I want to pay attention to something depressing? I mean, like, but I'm like, if we can like at least make a joke out of it or make it a little bit more lighthearted, like I mean, on- online dating is it's it's, it's tough. Yeah, you know, and it, it's uh, you you don't know what you're gonna get, or you don't know what you're gonna run into, but if you are aware and you have like someone to, um, something to uh, connect with or, or communicate with, mm-hmm. it, it it can get 
more like you can understand it better and then not just that but you can under understand what you're doing and why you're doing it yeah yeah the amount of people who message me and they're like oh, I thought I was the only one that got like terrible messages like this and just like seeing other people yeah other people's messages and seeing what they deal with um, makes them feel better and so that was like my ultimate compliment I was like oh okay this is like helping people yeah I mean you know I was talking to you I was like you know listening to I, to what you're doing I, I, I think it's just kind of like a it's super important uh, to help other people be aware and also understand that they're they're not alone yeah it, it's a very like it's a, it's, it's in a you're, you're offering a service in a weird way of being like hey yeah shit's fucked up get it I get it you know yeah you're not alone exactly there's an ambulance <laughs> I turned off the outside microphone oh. <laughs> Like, I was like, how appropriate. That would, that would have been good. <laughs> they might still hear it on this mic, though. That mic's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a big thing of of just having that, have, like knowing that, like, oh, I'm not the first person or the only person that's going that has gone through this. Yeah. No. No. Because like, it's it, it, it's a very confusing time, especially with like. The past two years. Oh yeah. You know, and, we're all in this together. You know, I, I think I, I told you about I I, I went on a, a a Tinder date during during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That went horrible. <laughs> I we ended up like smoking marijuana together, and I sat there for like five minutes, and I was like, I I gotta go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this was like I don't. I don't want to touch her uh-huh you know and it was just kind of like she was very very beautiful very smart very amazing but i just i i got very isolated in that moment yeah you know and eh, who knows eh. it yeah dating in the pandemic has been really tough i pretty much didn't the whole time until well the first person i i went on a date with it, it was outside like he was like oh i'm gonna have a like bonfire and I or just like a fire pit you know yeah and I was like okay cool so we could just like sit far away mm-hmm. and outside yeah and um that was cool but then at the end of the date he kissed me and I was like that just defeated the whole purpose of like <laughs> being outside <laughs> I wish it I... was fine like neither of us had COVID but like <laughs> but I was really surprised I was just like oh okay <laughs> Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Now, now, now it feels like it's getting back to normal. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I've been like, just you know, out meeting people in real life. So. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, uh, or I try to. Usually, the idea of just like being with humans again. Never thought I would care about that. I know, yeah. That's the big thing that I learned about myself during, in through the pandemic was, I didn't realize how important having human interaction was for me. Yeah, I I, I, I thought it was done with you. I mean, yeah, I, I was like, I'll be fine. I'll totally be fine just being by myself. Yeah, not a big like, deal. 
And then it happened, and I was like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> no one knows about this Pol Pol Vu record I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fine by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then when the bars opened up, that's actually when I started DJing. And I, because I just only started DJing in like June Uh of 2021. But you also are laying down Slayer jams. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I had been like collecting records for like, since I, pretty much since I moved to LA. But like, my record collection, like the bulk of it, came from my parents oh. that I just took with me, and yeah. So a lot of it is my parents' input, but <laughs> but yeah, I've been like collecting records with the thing with the idea in my head, like oh, one day I'm gonna DJ, and then finally it st- it happened um, last summer, and I've been having so much fun with oh, it. Yeah, it's killer. I just like. I love it so much. Yeah, if you guys get a chance, yeah, I, I advise everyone out there. <laughs> uh, I was gonna, it's a, it's a fun night. Yeah, DJ Tough Titties is my DJ name. <laughs> but you yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. My it came to me in a dream. Uh-huh. Like, uh, I, I knew I wanted to DJ, and then like I was learning how to do it, and then I, I was like, I gotta think of a DJ name. And I was gonna do just like my name or like mm-hmm. tweets or something, but then I was yeah I was just trying to think of a name and I went to bed trying to come up with it and then in the morning I woke up and the words tough titties were just like in my head. I don't know where it came from, but it, I was just like I feel like this is it just means something and I think that's yeah and that's kind of the thing too is like. So, like, the phrase, like, tough titties, it's like when someone's complaining about something or if they're, like, you know, want you to do something and you're, like, tough titties. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was, like, oh, yeah, if someone, like, requests a song and they're, and then I'm, like, sorry, I only sorry. play vinyl. Tough titties. Yeah, and I'm, like, tough titties. I can love you. <laughs> So it all worked out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we got another song going on. Yeah. What what do we got? So the last song is a John Prine song, and that's, I just, I had to have some John Prine song, but I didn't want to go too obvious. Um, (laughs) But it's um, Clocks and Spoons off of his Diamonds in the Rough album. And I don't know, I just, I just fucking love this song. And I inherited like pretty much all of my John Prine records from my mom. Oh, that's amazing. I have all I have almost all of his records and she wrote her name on all of them. Kim. Yeah. I, I have uh, when I when I went to uh, summer camp I had all my, my new order tapes and my Peshmo <laughs> tapes. Um, my sister wrote my initials on every single That's a good idea. <laughs> and then uh, I still have them. Aww. My initials are still on them. And uh-huh. I was like, because they're so paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you don't know. You're going to a party and like you bring records and then you get, they get thrown around and it's like, yeah. whose is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, so thanks, Kim, <laughs> for all uh, of these, um, for all of my John Bryan records. <laughs> 
So which one are we going into? I was going to play Clocks and Spoons. It's number four on side two. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> Spoons. <laughs> John Prine would never. <laughs> Clocks and spoons, empty room. It's raining out tonight. What a way to end the day by turning out the light. Shoot the moon right between the eyes. I'm sending most of me to sunny countryside. Come in, come in 
is a small one for I am no cook you have a Yes, I am happy You will be leaving Things will be changing For you It's not Will Oldham, it's actually called the Palace Brothers. Oh. And this is an early thing on Domino Records. I believe it's I believe it's like 1996. And it's a four song EP that it's it's very it's been very uh, important to me throughout my life because it's like the time when he was writing things that were very personal but can also be impersonal and it depends how you look at it and it depends how you approach it and and that makes it overwhelmingly amazing to me um so that's happening but then alexander what's up <laughs> not much i mean uh, this has been so fun. Um, I love talking about records, talking about music, and drinking champagne, and eating crackers. <laughs> uh, did you have any of the beats? Yeah, I had a beat. Yeah. I like beats. I like beats. I like, I, like, I, I, think, <laughs> I, think are, I think beats are healthy. They are, yeah. This is like the perfect Sunday afternoon. There's like, it's like nice outside. The curtains are nice. Yeah. Listening to records. Um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, dude, thank you for joining me. I think it's so nice to just, you know, like in, in, in between breaks, it's like, I wish I could record everything. But uh, <laughs> me and Alexander have had so many really nice conversations to a point like, I almost started crying. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was like, don't talk. We need to save this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't handle my emotions. <laughs> but like, what a powerful podcast, though. <laughs> no, it's been it's been fantastic. Um, you know, talking about what Alexandra's creating and help. I I, I call it assistance what you're doing Thank i think you. i think it's like assistance to people that are kind of out there on their own that 
that need uh, they need a guidance or, or I'm gonna call it a light tower. Yeah, yeah, some you sort know. of a direction. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, it's just yeah, my podcast too, the Vitaly Bay podcast. We just talk about dating experiences, and but I want to also provide some solutions to how we can make it better. Yeah, always because 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 that's what it that's what it's all about. I mean, yeah. like uh, there's no reason to be lost in the dark. Yeah. You know, you you need someone to because there's a lot of times where people. Uh, We're all just bumbling around, yeah. uh, bumping but, into stuff, and like not knowing what we're doing. <laughs> but but it, it's nice to have someone to be a reference, yeah, and uh, and and to and to follow what you're saying and what you're you're doing and creating, uh, because that's super important. Yeah, we're not all alone. Yeah, like there's so many people that have similar experiences to you. And that's like the whole thing of, I mean, that's like, that's like music though. To bring that yeah. concept full circle is yeah. like, I think I saw an interview with Stevie Nicks once and she was like, they were like, why do you write songs? Or like what? And she's like, I just want, like, I write what I know. And like knowing that it, someone else, if they listen to it and, and identify with that, she's like, I just want that to help someone else and like that's literally the point of music that, and it's the point of my, my podcast too <laughs> that, 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 that's the purpose of creativity yeah you know um, absolutely um and thank you so we're gonna wrap this up um alexandra any last words um i don't think so it's been my pleasure this has been so fun and yeah, I love all the music that we played today. We get more jams. <laughs> we have... I wish we could just play all day. <laughs> no. My favorite thing is just sitting around listening to records. Yeah. And it's so stupid and ridiculous. <laughs> and and people call it unproductive. But no. it, it brings so much ideas and it humbles us. Absolutely. You know, so thank you. And as we usually do, as we usually do, we will end it with Brian Eno's Back in Judy's Jungle, 1974, on Island Records, taking Tiger Mountain by strategy. And goddamn Phil Collins. or die So please read them closely When you've learnt them be sure that you need them up there Specially flavored with burgundy tizer and rye Twelve sheets of foolscap Don't ask me why Trust in the weather to bless.
Do you have sunglasses? I do. <laughs> cool. Why is it red? <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. <laughs>